You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. Like uh, infant Jigglypuffs are called Giggly Babies. <laughs> They're called Igglypuffs, actually. Are they really? They are. You would know. Lame. Yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Nerds over here. Nerds, you know. You should know better than to ask. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. Hey. <laughs> Hillary Goldstein is here. Which one are you? Scoop. I'm deaf now. <laughs> I'm oh, is it loud? Deaf. Is it a little loud in your headset there? No, it's very quiet, Greg. Okay. It's like a whisper. How you doing, Hillary? Greg, I am doing very well. I did not realize it was Friday until somebody asked me what I was doing on the weekend. That person was Damon. <laughs> it's true. And I was like, why would I worry about the weekend? It's got to only be Tuesday, right? But no, this, it's Friday. He looked so happy after I asked him that. Oh, my God. I him that it was uh, I was like, Friday. holy crap. I'm going to sleep in. I, I don't get enough sleep. Yeah. That was Exciting. a good weekend plan, actually. Exciting. Yeah. That female voice you hear that you don't recognize yet. It was Hillary. I've already spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary's a girl, clearly. Is the newest member of our editorial team, uh, Audrey Drake. What's up, everyone? This is her first, this is a momentous occasion. Not only her first GameScoop appearance, it's her birthday it's today. True. Oh, it's her birthday. Goodness. Happy birthday. Yeah. I'm very special. I came on GameScoop on my birthday. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Greg, turn, say something again. You've, you've completely I, turned I, me I, off. I'm sorry I hurt Hillary's ears. All right? It wasn't on purpose. Don't I put me off. in the Phantom Zone. I turned off the wrong channel. Sorry. Welcome back from the Phantom Thank Zone. Thank you. It was scary over there. Cold. <laughs> Did you see? I guess you saw a bunch of band uh, I saw readers a lot of band IGN readers over there. Chains. It's ran into a whole bunch of people. Anyway, happy birthday, Oh, Audrey. thank you. Thank you. And uh, welcome to GameScoop here. I'm How old are you now? 24. I don't believe The big 2-4, yeah. Do they call it the big 2-4? Uh, I, I do. do. You do. I'm yeah. starting a thing. <laughs> Starting right here. Yeah. Track the meme. 
spread it. Uh, this is actually, whoa. it is big. It, this is your last year to matter to people like MTV. 18 oh. to 24 demographic, so. Well, they stopped mattering to me years ago, so. Oh. oh. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Once remote control went off the air, that network went down the tubes. It's <laughs> true. You realize that Audrey was born after remote control I'm went well off aware the air. that she has no <laughs> idea what remote control is. I was like, I have a remote control. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's uh, introduce yourself to the listeners here, Audrey. You're, you'd be, it's accurate to say you're a Nintendo fangirl. Uh, that, that's pretty accurate, yes. You're a Pokemaniac. <laughs> I, I did catch them all, not going to lie. There you yeah. go. In your face, Christine Steimer. <laughs> <laughs> she wants me to give them all to her, actually. It's, oh, yeah, just to scary. complete it. <laughs> favorite, pressuring me. Favorite game of all time? Uh, it's a complete tie between Ocarina of Time and A Link to the Past. Could not choose. They're both the best games ever. I, that's, that's, I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome well, Bo- to you. both IGN and to GameScoop here. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm very excited that now we can finally talk about Dead Space 2. Yeah, review, yeah, review is live. Review is live. It's terrible. The game is terrible. Totally. We can all agree. Oh, I thought you meant the review was terrible. <laughs> oh, that's true. I made it a whole one happen. sentence before putting a typo into the final review that we're live. Thanks to everyone on Twitter for calling it out. <laughs> yeah, that's great. They keep us honest, the readers. I would much rather people have people tell us than not tell us and oh, yeah. we're stupid. So yeah, because we know we're stupid. So just was that the was that the paragraph you had to send me at the very end that I kind of no, it was like the that? second line of the review. I was trying to say you know yeah, isn't that the, the oh right 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 that yeah, was a paragraph that you sent me yeah, like yeah, yeah. you're like oh, I forgot to send you the new you were like, yeah, let me and see I, just, I just kind of looked at it, it was like eleven o'clock at night yeah. like yeah, that was good. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was one of those things where you when you read it quickly you put the two in there because you know what I'm trying to say but it was like. I'm a, I'm about to write, but I so it was just I'm about right. Like there was no two. Oh, there, so okay. Look like an idiot. Everybody he actually took out the two. Biased. Just yeah. despite yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Martin Robinson did email me this morning saying, "Don't panic." Was the line, and he said, <laughs> "I you'll notice that I've updated your Dead Space review, but I didn't change anything. I just wanted to read it, and then by habit clicked update. So maybe he did take it out. Maybe it was a, yeah, a UK exactly. uh, international terrorism. Yeah, may, maybe British people are like, the word two. We don't use that. He went into your They got places to be. They don't have time to say two. He added a U to every other word. Yeah. <laughs> instead of uh, instead of periods, he just wrote full stop. That's <laughs> true. Um, they do that a lot. It's very weird. Really? They actually say full stop. Yeah. They'll, somebody will say a sentence and then say full stop. Weird. They yeah. They use full stop instead of saying instead of period, but they'll say it in their sentences. Isn't that isn't that time consuming? <laughs> Brits, Brits. It's it's one syllable less than period. But you're not. I, I guess but you're saying. Mm-hmm. So you're saying in normal conversation. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> I, I've had this. Hillary, com- I had a good night last night. Full stop. Yes, I've, I've had this conversation with people when I was over in England. I would be at bars and stuff, and I would be talking to somebody, and they would, and they'd be like, "So here's an idea. I think we should stop writing reviews. Full stop." It's like it's like it's like the end of my thought, and then they would like say another word. Is it like well, sometimes we'll say period. Like yeah, exactly. Like this is, it was the best movie of all time. Period. Yeah, but, but they, 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 they don't say right? they don't say period. They say full stop. Right. That's, that was that's, that's been my experience. It's like a CB trucker went over there and taught them how to speak. <laughs> yep. They just like do CB truckers say full stop? They say over. Yeah. That's different. I can break one man. I got a big old bogey here on the back end. Now. A get bogey? Some bacon I don't grease. think they say bogey. <laughs> I don't know. They're just bogey. I've seen Top Gun. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. See, but Did my... they say bogey in Top Gun? Probably. Well, I'm that? sure bogey is. Oh, I think so. Many oh, times. bogey! <laughs> Let's not bring up Goose or I will start to cry. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that was also a song, right? Playing, playing with the bogey. When they're playing, <laughs> when they're playing volleyball. Yeah, I'm sure that's the song that plays. I know she's in sunset. So yeah, uh, Dead Space 2. I, I think yeah. we covered it. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Dead Space 2, full stop. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, no, Dead Space 2 gave it a 9. Loved it. Yeah. Great game. We all, like just, everyone that's played it, yeah. loved it. I'm, I'm in chapter 9 now? Chapter mm-hmm. 10, maybe? Um, You're getting there. 15 chapters. Yeah. They go, the last the few, chapters are kind of short. They, that, they go by. Like, yeah, the last quickly. few are really, they, I mean, they really ramp up the action, I think. So, so you're at the goes. part where he goes back and he blows up Earth? Yeah. Oh. When he, right when he blows Spoilers. up Earth. Well, the game, oh. you know, the review's out. We can spoil it. Oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> it the like only the... way to stop these necromorphs is to blow up Earth. <laughs> <laughs> the marker is in the core of the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it looks uh, like they really changed up the pacing. I haven't played it yet. I was just going to say, I really like the pacing. Which is exciting. Yeah, Dead Space 1 was awesome, but sometimes it felt like the pacing sort of. I don't know. Got stunted, so it looks yeah, like they changed that. Like I was saying, the, the chapters are kind of short, so like you'll, you know, you'll ha- go into a scene. There'll be a big action scene, and then things will quiet down, and then it'll like the, it'll say chapter eight will just kind of like slowly fade up on screen. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, now I'm moving into the next chapter. Yeah, the it's way they describe cool. it in the review, right, is that for me it reminds me a lot of a really good haunted house. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's. I know we usually say linear, and like that's horrible. Usually, when you're knocking a game, you say oh, it's very linear. Blah blah blah. This one, they, I, Dead Space. One of the things that got me right would be all the backtracking when I'd get disoriented, not know where. I, they took all that out. It's super streamlined. This time, it's really easy to find everything because you figure you walk into a room. There's two two hallways. You do the little map thing where it traces yeah. the line, and then you go the other way, and you walk over and find a power node. I know. Then, then you right back on track. Yeah, you're right back on. I look where I'm supposed to go, then I go the other way. Like, totally. Yeah, because <laughs> that's how you're supposed to play it. And they they really streamlined it and really made it so you're just being funneled through and through and through to get this experience and get this you know, I think story. that's really how survival horror is supposed to be like the original Resident Evil games that just mm. makes the atmosphere that much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it makes you feel a little bit more maybe claustrophobic or like you have yeah. no choice in where you go like the first game I think like the difference is when you get in an elevator the first time in Dead Space 2 <laughs> and it doesn't ask you which floor you yeah, want to yeah. go to because I remember oh. in Dead Space 1 I got to it and it's like do you want to go to floor 2, 3 or 1 or whatever and I was like where do I go? And I do like, I'll check the map and it just brings up this giant like freaking 3 yeah. thing yeah, 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 like, like oh, 7 oh, floors like oh my god where am I trying I, yeah, to get? I could never figure out so the just, map yeah. yeah just getting in elevators and there are a lot because they use them to mask some of the loading times yeah. like you get into an elevator and it's just like I know where you need to go yeah now you get in the elevators like you're going here yeah, Sorry. you don't have to choose yeah. a floor. Just, and, and yeah. you know, you, you definitely you move faster, you mm-hmm. melee faster, and it yeah. actually does damage, and you stomp faster, which is great because there's lots of stuff to stomp on. I mean, I was I was a stomping addict. I would just anytime <laughs> I shot anything down, I would just run over and like, smash it a bunch yeah. of times. Like, oh. Even if it was dead. That's an interesting change, right? Is because now when you stomp something, you get loot out of them. Like that's and how that's you get ha- more that's actually how you know they're dead. If you totally. stomp them and you don't loot loot doesn't pop out, then they they're not actually dead, and you just had to stomp a couple mm-hmm. more times. Mm-hmm. But it's super. It's very quick. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a nice addition. I like the the stomping for loot. I like now that uh, I didn't even realize this, but I went back and tried to play Dead Space One after one of my multiple plays through Dead Space Two, and I couldn't do it. And like, really? I I forgot that like the stasis pack first off didn't recharge, and that it you had to, if you wanted to refill it, you had to go into the menu to grab the node to use it. You couldn't quick. There was n- like triangle mm-hmm. open your menu rather than fill your stasis. I was like, oh my god, are you kidding me? Like, no, I can't do it. You know, because and that that makes more sense too. Because when I started playing Dead Space Two and I was using stasis left and right, I'm like, I don't remember using it that much in the first game and it was totally because it was a, a pain in the butt to actually use and use effectively yeah, yeah. there's big uh, like action uh, the bigger action set pieces I think that reminds me more of like Uncharted style yeah there's sequences. there's uh, there's big set pieces that are like you know movie moments right mm-hmm. where they're, they're very specific but it's interesting because they do those and totally they, like before there was big bosses and like big enemies you're fighting now they die they go the other way and like you're just caught in these big moments there's really not that big anus boss from the first game or anything like that it's a much more personal <laughs> close-knit game, which I was fine with. I know Hillary thought it could use another epic boss for sure. Mm. I think I think it needed one more. I didn't think it was quite satisfying. Like, I think there, it raises the expectation. Like, you get that 
we knew we actually saw it at E3, which is that kind of big spider bossy thing. Yeah, when it's that's like the only really like main one that you face, and yeah. it's like you know, and that's maybe like a third of the way into the game, mm-hmm. and so I think you kind of like you almost expect that there's going to be another one before you have the final boss, and it like that 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 one never happened, and you know I wouldn't want to spoil sort of one of the last enemies that you face, but it's like it's. It's cool in the way that it's very casually you don't un- understand that it's a different enemy until things start happening with it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they don't do any presentation or really set up that enemy in any way to make it seem special either. So it's like it's kind of a, a mixed bag in that way in that it's like I kind of want them to actually be like, wait, this is something different. You should pay attention to like how important it is and make it feel like something else. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of cool that you know, just like the game – gets rid of the HUD and puts everything on Isaac, it also leaves you to figure a lot of stuff out. And uh, there's some cool moments, I thought, where it's like in the puzzles where it doesn't really give you any instruction, but then if you take a long time, they'll, give you like, they'll actually give you audio yeah. clues, like, oh, you know, you should be looking for this and stuff, which I think is like a really smart way to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I like the game a whole lot. Yeah. It, there, now, there's the whole multiplayer side of it, too, which yeah. we don't care for. Nobody liked oh, No, I but, shouldn't say. No, nobody in the office has yeah, played we, it like this. You, play, you played the preview event. Yeah. Uh, me and Will Tuttle did it for review here and stuff. And, yeah, it's not. It's definitely not broken. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not like it doesn't work, but it's just totally like, oh, okay. It's not what I want to do with Dead Space. Five, there's five maps. Each map has one mode. And, I mean, it's always humans versus necromorphs. And you're just running around to a different objective. And the way I saw it is I'd be a human, so I'd run to the objective, try to either cover somebody or get it to go, then I'm going to get killed. I get killed and do it all over again. And then as a necromorph, you're watered down in the you know the damage you do. You don't you can't mm-hmm. do as much. You have to work in you know teams or whatever. Do you actually wish that they'd cut the multiplayer totally. and made the game yeah. longer? So well no it, the game. I think even if you would have gotten rid if there was no multiplayer, the game, nobody would you know the game would the just game be fantastic. Yeah. And I think it's great how it's paced. I think it definitely like for me it warrants you know multiple multiple playthroughs. I want to keep mm-hmm. going back and doing more stuff with it. So I was fine with all that. But like, what I would love to see in the next one as far as multiplayer is drop the competitive thing, I know that is, and just give me a two-player campaign somewhere. Maybe not even a campaign proper. I'd, I'd, I'd rather just be Isaac probably and do Dead Space 3 or whatever. Hmm. But somewhere between Uncharted 2's completely off-book you know, competitive or cooperative stuff and mm-hmm. a story. You know, Something in the middle there, maybe two different characters. That- see, I disagree. I, I would rather it was all focused on the single player and then it was just challenges unlocked so it's like you know how fast can you beat the game and maybe it even sets like a time for you and you have to really like rush through the game to beat that time you've already beaten the game on your leisure so now it's like beat it in like whatever three hours Mm. or whatever crazy is and then it's like you know another one is like you know beat the game only using like you only get this weapon or something you know it's like or you don't get like your suits weak or whatever it is like I'd rather see them set a couple of really interesting challenges that make me play the game in different ways rather than I mean they do that with trophies like they do when I went back and did it I was using weapons but there's no leaderboard so for example like having having like a time based leaderboard yeah like I think and so making the competition more about you know me playing single player but competing with my friends time or scores cool. or whatever really it cool. is a Resident Evil 4 mercenary style game yeah could work yeah. too yeah. that could yeah. be fun where it's just like point based or something like that for doing stuff yeah, yeah that, that'd be fun too yeah agreed uh, but luckily the single player campaign doesn't seem to have suffered no yeah not at all time. there's no exactly. reason to be worried about that how many times have you beaten it now I have beaten it twice, and I'm, I then did half a playthrough for trophies, and I want to go back and do hardcore mode, which is... Good luck. Yeah, it's going to take a lot. Have you been here? Have you heard about hardcore mode? Yeah, yeah. It, okay. sounds, it sounds like it lives up to its name. Yeah, yeah. It's, the enemies are going to be the hardest, the supplies will be their fewest, and then uh, there are no checkpoints. So if you die, you go back to the last time you saved, but the catch is you can only save three times in the entire game. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Audrey, is that something that you're going to tackle? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm all over it. When you, when you played through it the second time, do you retain all of your equipment? There, there's New Game Plus, and this time, for the unlike Dead Space 1, you can change your difficulty. So okay. like I played through on normal, and I got really powerful and upgraded to stuff, and then yeah. I went to the one uh, survivalist, the one b- right below hardcore, okay. into that. You can't do hardcore with your stuff. Hardcore, you start from scratch. Okay. Nothing carries over. But the other ones, yeah, you can jump around and keep all your stuff. That's what makes it so hard. That's, yeah. that's the ridiculous part. Yeah, I think you if, you could, if you could be completely amped totally. up and then do hardcore yeah. and only do it with three saves, I could see that. But having nothing – because having nothing means that – you're going to have to go and actually spend time exploring. Like, if I could already be upgraded and just, like, try to go from point A to point B and really rush through the game and not find power nodes and not, you know, find suits and stuff like that, that'd be one thing. But because I start at from scratch, I have to face more enemies than I would want to and, like, to find ammo and to yeah. find, like, those power nodes so I can upgrade my suit because I don't know how I'd survive the end if I wasn't upgraded. Totally, yeah. Like, that, that is going to be really, really interesting, and there will be a lot of strategies I bet posted online because when I went and did it, after normal, I went and did it on the hardest difficulty I could with the new game plus, and it was not bad at all because I was already powered. My plasma cutter was already maxed out, and then for capturing some uh, little stuff yesterday for a few pickups, I went up and just loaded up the normal one and played through that again, and yeah, it was like I'm freezing people for like a half a second, and then they're right on me again. It's like, geez, I can't imagine what that's going to be like to do that on hardcore where two hits and you're dead. Yeah. So can you save anywhere? Are there only three save points in hardcore? No, no. There's going to be all the save stations that are normally there. But if you, yeah, once you save three, it's going to be like, all right, Right, that's it. No more saves. Okay. Which that's, yeah. First of all, that's a lot of time to sit and play straight through. It's like hours (laughs) in between (laughs) saves. Yeah. Having beaten the game, I think it's very curious where people will feel they should make the final save. Yeah. Anyway, are you going to play Dead Space 2, Audrey? Oh, yeah. I'm really excited. I loved the first one. It's great. Uh, the review's out now on IGN.com. The game is out Tuesday, the Correct. 25th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should get it. Next week. Yep. Special podcast coming from the Game Scoop. Yep. yep. Next week we'll have a like a one-off Game Scoop uh, where uh, Steve Papoutsas, producer on uh, Dead Space 2, will be in here. All, all Dead Space 2 all the time. It will be completely spoilerific. So yes. what you got to do is download it and then put it aside and save it. Yeah, so exactly. You've beaten Once Dead you've beaten Space. it, then uh, listen to it. And, yeah. yeah. Be good, and then you'll, you'll have a chance to win something really cool. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, can we talk about probably what that? Dead Space related? <laughs> well, can yeah. we talk about what that is? <laughs> sure. Uh, like uh, uh, we gave away a, a copy of Need for Speed. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, one of the like awesomest, bestest, coolest parts of Dead Space, right, is that ambiance. And for me, it's the sound, like you know, the creaks yeah. and mm-hmm. everything of the sprawl, the necromorphs gurgling I, and whatnot. I don't, I don't think this is a spoiler, but I love it how you're you're wandering around and all, randomly you just hear like Isaac. Yeah, 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 so yeah, cool. yeah, totally, yeah. Well, no, that's in the review, right? That he's yeah. losing his mind, and that's yeah. one of the best parts of that game. So, so cool. yeah, it's for sure. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the people who do Astro Gaming, they a long time ago we bought for the office a bunch of mix amps, which basically simulate surround sound through a pair of headphones. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had gotten one for my desk and used it once or twice, and I was like, I don't get it, put it away, never worried about it again. And then when Dead Space 2 came out and I took it home to play it, I was playing in the office with headphones, and I still felt I wasn't getting everything out of it. And so I brought the mix amp home and played with it, and like, it blew my mind. Like I, I talked to everybody about it the next day. I was on Twitter about how great it was, because I was using the Astro headset and the mix amp, and yeah. just the quality of it and how it really... It was all of a sudden, you know, like I'd hear something gurgling behind me, you know what I mean? And then yeah. I would spin around and look for it rather than before in games where I'd be like, wait, where, where is it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Did you turn off the lights? That helps. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I was totally, in- oh, yeah. totally engrossed. I will not play Death Space 2 while the sun is up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, you can't do it. It's, it totally sucks you out of the experience. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, uh, the folks at Astro are going to give us some headsets to give away and the uh, mix amps and everything. You'll have the wireless mix amp, the Astro headsets, the. And they're going to be customized, like Game Scoop. We're going to get some Game Scoop tags for them. Yeah, yeah so you'll be all headsets, set. So. Yeah, so yeah. we have to listen to the. 
Dead Space 2 or GameScoop presents Dead Space 2 podcast. <laughs> yeah. It'll just be on IGN as the Dead Space 2 podcast, I think. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out a good name yeah. for it. Anyway, also this week, uh, Nintendo had their 3DS event mm-hmm. earlier mm-hmm. where they revealed everything we wanted to know about the 3DS. There, no questions were left unanswered. No. We, were they, they, <laughs> Did they reveal Dead Space 2 3DS? <laughs> Jeez, what they haven't for. announced that yet. Now, they announced the uh, price and release date, uh, but we're still waiting on launch titles, which yeah. is a pretty important that, no, piece what? of the puzzle. Really? Yeah. They have not announced not any, a single launch title. Launch title. Yeah, yeah, that's not a big deal. Yeah, they it's not all about Japan. the tech, man. Okay. 3D. There's a slider. I'm in. I'm buying it too. Maybe three. <laughs> I'm set. Uh, March 25th. No, I'm sorry. March 27th here. March 25th in the UK. Uh, 250 bucks. Mm-hmm. So expensive. Seems expensive. To me. I-, I would sell my liver to have it, and I only have Jesus. one of those. So yeah. That's how badly you want a 3DS. Yes. Even though there, are, you don't know what games well, you'll be able to play. I, I don't know. We've seen gameplay of games that are on the way. I mean, sure. Ocarina 3DS. That. That's, that's it for right, you. That's right it. Right. That actually yeah. looks really but, beautiful. Uh, we've also footage, got... We have footage of it up on IGN. That game yeah, looks, it, it looks uh, better gorgeous, than it ever has. But yeah. it's still really true to the original, which is important since it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite games. But then we've also got Resident Evil. We've got Star Fox. We've got just all of the big ones are coming. I don't know when they're coming, but they're coming. So <laughs> that's worth it. I'm my money for the 4DS. I wanna, oh, You're just getting, old. I want yeah, to go into kind of like, wow. the next dimension. It's over. You're going to be jealous. You can't play mine. Aww. No, I'm going to get one. $250 is a lot, but $250 isn't a lot because everybody says that they're going to buy one anyway, so that seems like a good price point. Yeah. Yeah, if, they could have if, easily charged 300 yeah, If they were like $250 and people were like, I'm not going to buy that, then $250 would have been too much. But yeah. since everybody seems to still go like, well, I guess I got to put that on $250, it doesn't seem like a bad price after I, all. I love that so many people, myself included, I admit, put down money at GameStop to pre-order it, not knowing what they were going to pay. They could have charged $500. <laughs> I think the thing that, that people aren't bringing up is it's really funny that that's more expensive than a Wii. Yeah. 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 It's more expensive than a Wii now. Yeah. It's definitely the first time that a handheld's been more expensive than the what is your ringtone, by the way? I mean, uh, yes. It's something Sorry, very if, I, if I let it play long enough, uh, you would understand. It's uh, the Lonely Man theme from the Incredible Hulk oh, okay. TV show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so J- uh, Jack DeVries and uh, Rich George were at this event or this week. They came back this morning, and I overheard Jack saying uh, that he liked the 3DS a lot, but just from the short time that he spent with it oh, this week, he's, uh, he's already over the, the 3D part of it. Just like he doesn't, he'll just turn the, the 3D effect off and just play games that I've way. I've heard from a lot of people that playing too long just hurts their eyes. Yeah. It makes their eyes fall out. I hear <laughs> Your eyes will fall Melts. out. It's uh, like that scene at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be me in a week. <laughs> to be prepared. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not really interested in the 3D part. I, I yeah, would, like, except maybe like playing Metal Gear 3D where like they're going to put in like 3D jokes or whatever, but like. I would just turn it to 2D. I just want it to be like a really pretty cool Which hand. is yeah, well, what it is. It's like Nintendo cool. games. You it's know? cool in that it'll add more depth to the games. But I think what uh, well, what I'm most excited about is the hardware itself is so much more powerful than any, yeah. especially Nintendo handheld, that we've ever had. We have, so the games are, yeah. look gorgeous. That's it. We have a lot of footage up on IGN of these games right now. And they're not the footage isn't in 3D, obviously. Hmm. It just looks really good. Like the Resident Evil game looks great. And this is the beginning of development, too. Yeah. I mean, as it goes on and developers really learn how to use the hardware i think it's just going to be gorgeous what they can do with it mm-hmm. so. still we're still going to have friend codes specific to each uh 3s console but not to each game but i don't remember i don't remember ever having to exchange friend codes for specific games on the yeah. ds yeah it was yeah it was yeah. it was each game 
It was. It was there tied to the cartridge. Yeah, itself. it wasn't tied to the. So you could. Yeah, it wasn't tied to the console itself. But I, I mean, I've played a lot of multiplayer DS games where we didn't have to exchange <laughs> any sort of friend code. That's the thing, just because you were playing locally, so you would yeah, find like you it. Wanted to, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's like when you when I used to play Mario Kart online. You okay, that's how it friend codes. Yeah. codes. And uh, now you can do it uh, exchange friend codes locally automatically, so you don't even have to give the other person your number. That's nice. Which that's is nice. nice. Yeah. That's actually so then it's more just fun. like a, a gamer tag then. Yeah, right. pretty much. Yeah, you, exactly. you could post on it's your a, thing. I'm zero one zero. It's a huge. It's more like a binary gamer tag. I'm oh one one oh one one oh 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 one. Rob the robot was in charge of this set. Well, clearly Rob the robot was. Maybe we should have Rob the robot on so that he could talk about the 3ds. We'll have him on. He's a man of few words. He is dead, but well, maybe we'll have to use a Ouija board. Rise from your grave. And it will include the Me Maker application, which uh, I'm most excited about. Yeah, you want to? So this is. It actually does sound kind of cool. It takes a photo of me. Yeah. And puts it on my Me. It will create a, a Me of you based on a photo of you. Now, can I transfer that back to my Wii? Uh, I don't know. That's not confirmed yet or uh, anything. No are you gonna it. use your Wii? Does that matter? <laughs> I use it right now to charge my PlayStation controller. So <laughs> it has to be in suspend mode for that. I might as well turn it on and do that. <laughs> That's amazing. It's going to be really insulting when it makes a really terrible looking me of some people, though. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, I'm used to it. that's what Nintendo thinks of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, having seen the facial technology that's been in other games and how it's mapped onto your character models, I expect it to be quite horrendous. I, I remember <laughs> some more games did that because it looks so bad. I love doing that in uh, Rainbow, Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six. Six. so hilarious. Oh, it's so cool. Because you look like uh, one of those, like, uh, clown face punching bags, right? Like the like the inflatable yeah, yeah. clown punching bags. Like your face is all stretched this, yeah. and weird looking. <laughs> I, I love to. I wish more games. It's funny in the commercial for the Me Maker, they show like this girl holding it up to her face, and then it makes a Me of her, and it's like, wow, that that doesn't look anything like her. Really. <laughs> <laughs> the real question, Audrey, is: Are you going to get Cosmo Black or Aqua Blue? You know, I I've debated it. For long, I think I'm gonna go with Aqua Blue, oh, which no. uh, apparently some people think is for babies, according to our editor reactions. But really? uh, I don't know. I always, I actually always get the black one. So this time, since the actual top screen has black around it, which is important to me because I think the color is distracting. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go with the color. I'm gonna go blue. Interesting. I wanted purple, but I had heard that once happening. you go black, you never go back. But maybe that's not. Apparently, true. I'm going back. So. <laughs> <laughs> So now let me ask you this. What color will need to come out for you to buy your second Purple. 3DS? Purple? Purple. Okay. But, God, if they come out with a 3DS XL, then uh, I'm a sucker. I'm going to get it. <laughs> I mean, Big 3DS XL. <laughs> look, look I mean, that's Nintendo's game, right? It's like they're going to come out with a D 3DS, and everyone's going to buy it. And then a year later, they're going to be like, now with pink and purple and green. And everyone's going to be like, i got to buy another one. And then a year later, they're like, now with a bigger screen. Oh, i got to buy another one. Now it's 1% thinner. Yep. Oh, i got to buy this one now. <laughs> but we're all going to do it, and we're all going to be really pleased about it. Mm -hmm. We're suckers. Yep. Uh, last week we talked about a possible uh, sequel to Final Fantasy XIII. Guess what? What, Greg? <laughs> Our talk came true. <laughs> we we made it, it. it happen. We manifested you it. You put it yeah. in the world. What's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. The most beloved RPG in <laughs> IGN's history has got a sequel. The universally acclaimed Final Fantasy XIII. You demanded it. Square Enix answered. I've been begging to know what happened to that guy who had the chocobo in his hair. And I'm finally going to find out. <laughs> the chocobo grew up and squished him. Oh, my God. Oh, no. oh God. <laughs> 
<laughs> this time around, there's a giant chocobo that has a little black guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never finished um, Final Fantasy 13, so I, I don't know what happened at the Who end. Who has? I know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what happened to any of those characters, but the trailer for 13.2 has all those characters in it, so apparently they're, they God. survive and they're back. Yeah, it's Lightning. Spoilers. Really Squall, good, right? Lightning. Yeah, she's in a nice suit of armor. That really cute girl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the one who's fourteen. Yeah, she's. Well, I mean, kid? she's just like like a cute Japanese stereotypical girl. Uh, yeah, there's a trailer on IGN right now. Final Fantasy thirteen two. Apparently, it's coming out in Japan this year. Uh, no uh, release date for the US yet. But, uh, yeah, hopefully they looked at the original Final Fantasy thirteen and were like, "Wow, this sucks." Man, let's, everybody liked that part thirty hours in. Maybe we should push that. Up. Yeah, let's <laughs> make a version of it that doesn't suck. Yeah, it'll be really <laughs> interesting good. to see what they do with this. If it's very I different from thirteen, open, or yeah. I hate it. That's what everybody says. Yeah, yeah. Everybody that was wants terrible. It more open. And like I, I bought a PlayStation Three just to play that game because it didn't feel right playing it on an Xbox, and I was very disappointed. I, I, know, I know this for a fact from Ryan Clements. Once you're about twenty hours in, the game really opens up. Yep. Yeah, that's but do even, you want to play twenty not hours of a not very fun no, game? No, that's what I said too. Yeah. I was like, why would I want to play twenty hours to get to this point? That's like when Eric Bredvig, uh, rest his soul, would always say, <laughs> "Blue Dragon is great once you get through the first two discs." Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, it needs to be great on disc one. As an uh, just as a, an example, Dead Space Two is awesome from the very first. As soon as I get started, very, it's like, very good opening. Yeah, 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 it's got it a great opening. Very very good opening. <laughs> it's good. Um, yeah, so I think I don't think Final Fantasy Thirteen sold as well as Square Enix had hoped. So you have to think they're just going to use the same engine and just like crank out a sequel on the cheap and try to recoup some of those costs. That's what I'm guessing is is happening. Hillary, what is Gears of War Exile? I don't know. <laughs> what is Gears of War Exile? Um, it's a new breakfast cereal coming out from Epic Games and Microsoft. Finally, breakfast for hardcore breakfast eaters. Yeah, it's uh, it's the first ever third-person cover breakfast shooter. <laughs> Chainsaw cereal. marshmallows. All right. Yeah. Exactly. The trademark that uh, Epic Games Locust has, berries. has filed covers <laughs> video game right. software, series of computer game hint books, and T-shirts. So they've got all their bases covered. So, so remember there was that rumored like Gears of War was going to have a Kinect game exactly. that was going to be announced. So a lot of people think that this is the Kinect version that they're going to announce. Interesting. Yeah. You just sort of point at a locust to shoot it. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Hide behind your couch. Pop out, shoot. You can't have a couch out if you're playing Kinect. True, so sorry. I think I don't know that I could be any less interested in a Kinect game than I would be in a Gears of War Kinect game. <laughs> what, what Kinect game do you want? It's hard to say. I really only find the dancing game to be interesting in any way. Like, he just wants to dance. I, people. Yeah, just honestly, like, <laughs> like it's like a cool Somebody novelty. Just let but the man dance. Like, I, honestly, I, I don't really think that it, I want to play games without a controller. Yeah. Yes. And the dancing game makes sense. Like, I'd rather dance without the pad. You that, can't dance with a controller. Yeah, yeah. it's just pointless. Like, uh, but. That that makes sense, but most of this stuff is just like I like the feedback of a controller, and also I want to sit on my couch. Child of Eden, yeah. do anything for you? Child of Eden, yeah, I'm very excited okay. for. But that's oh, that's also, cool. but that is a game that was made for a controller, and then they were like, oh wait, yeah, yeah, because it's on the PS3 too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're gonna play it on PS3? Yeah, probably. Actually, you know the Connect like version where it's like you like clap your hands to change guns and stuff. That's pretty. I mean, it's pretty cool to watch somebody play that. So mm-hmm. I, I would feel like such an idiot in my house, though. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's the mistake Microsoft made is that we don't want to be the controller. We want to play with the controller, and like it'll appeal to a lot of more casual gamers who are like, look at me, I look so goofy in front of my friends, but I don't think 
I'd, I'd be interested to see how they make real games or if they do. Real games. games. It's like yeah. a it's like a great thing to have at a party. Like it's basically the new rock band or guitar hero where it's like you can have it on and just be like, dude, play Dance Central or play like the sports game or whatever. And people can come by and they kind of like have some fun with it. But it's not like a serious thing that I would sit down and be like, oh, I can't wait to turn down the lights in the middle of the night yeah, yeah. and move around like a fucking idiot. Right. Yeah. That's just the problem. It's. I, it's weird, but I feel like I feel dumber playing it alone than I do with a bunch of people who are also being dumb. Like if I'm doing all these motions, it's and clapping just and stuff. Sad. Like it, it, it feels awkward. Like I don't know. Spencer's just laying on the floor watching you. Uh, Spencer, Spencer and Dan Central do not get along. He's like, "What are you doing?" He right. also does not like the Roomba. Yeah, I got a Roomba. He, yeah, he's very he's very curious about it. Uh, Greg, you must be pretty pleased with yourself. What I do? Yeah. Took what you. studio did I shut down? Took you two years, but you finally shut down Propaganda oh, Games. Oh, yeah. You don't put on a Turok that Greg only thinks is a seven. Get out of here. <laughs> you had a good run, Propaganda. Yeah, they, they couldn't catch a break, could they? They had the Turok game. That didn't go so hot. Then they and started then, on Pirates, which a lot of people liked. Yeah, then they were working on Pirates and Tron at yeah. the same time. People liked Pirates. People didn't like Tron. Yeah. Disney said, well, we should we should shut down the game that people like. Yeah, shut down Pirates, the <laughs> one that people Pirates. were interested in. Put out Tron. Got mediocre reviews. Yeah. Now it's done. Now they're shutting down propaganda games. Yeah, they were good people, too. They were good That's nice the guys up there. Uh, a Disney representative told IGN that propaganda games has completed all work associated with its most recent project. You, you didn't read it, right? <laughs> I mean, where's the quote here? Uh, the, t- the first highlighted part. Okay, a Disney representative said to the studio, has completed all its work. <laughs> I don't do a good Mickey Mouse, but you know where I was going with that, everybody. That, that Imagine we get better. Imagine Bromley doing it, and it would be perfect. <laughs> Looks we'll like we need to have Bromley and games give to this guy. <laughs> so, good story about propaganda games. Yeah. I went up there to see Turok with Tyroot. So many, many moons ago. Yeah, many, many moons ago. Yeah, sure. Turok wasn't even out yet. We didn't know if, how it was going to turn out. Yeah. Uh, that night, we went out We went out to get some uh, drinks, me and Tyroot and uh, a PR representative, Eric, if he's listening. Hey, Eric. <laughs> and uh, we're sitting at the bar, and we're chatting it up. And uh, earlier there, they said, you know, a lot, of, a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows get filmed up here now. This is a big... Vancouver. Yeah, this is a big place now. Vancouver's a cool Hollywood. town. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Great town. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. And I actually, Exhibit was eating breakfast with me at the hotel. The like, rapper? Not with me. Yes, the rapper. Well, I know him from Pit My Ride or whatever. <laughs> and so I didn't care. Exhibit, sure, whatever, big deal. It's Exhibit. What do I care? We're sitting there. We're drinking later that night. In walks this gentleman down the stairs, comes over, sits right next to me, Damon. I could reach out and slap him in the face, and I just go quiet. Exhibit. I'm, I'm, Did you no, reach out and slap no, him in the face? No, not Exhibit. Someone else. Yeah, I, I ate breakfast with Exhibit. Yeah, the identity of this mysterious person has not been revealed yet. Exactly. We're sitting there, and I just go dead silent. I can't think anymore on how how to approach this man who sat down next to me. Wait, should we guess? (laughs) Why don't you give us three hints at who this is, and then we'll try to guess. No, I, I, he sure. just wants to tell us in his yeah, story. Yeah, I, I just like tell that. Yeah, go it, ahead. It would be fun fine. What do you want? Um, no, no, he's no. on TV. You just tell he's your story. On, he, he was on TV at the time. He has a famous brother. I'm trying to give is you clues. I don't immediately give it away. Oh, is, he on, is he on I Smallville? Hope, I hope it was Billy Baldwin. <laughs> I was Not Billy guess Baldwin. The Baldwin. He is on Smallville. <laughs> Someone from Smallville. Who would Greg freak out if he met from Smallville? I has a brother. I don't know. Who plays Clark Kent? I don't know. It was it's Lex what, Luthor. It was Jimmy Olsen from Smallville, the <laughs> oh. Ashmore kid. And I don't forget which one he is. <laughs> oh, okay. It's Brian in X Men, right? Whoever Ice Man is. Isn't he dead? Is he? 
Uh, no, Jimmy oh, no, Olsen. Jimmy Olsen on Smallville, yeah, <laughs> he's dead. But they're going to do something That would have been made, made the See, story less scary. Anyways, I couldn't talk. Eventually, we got up to leave, and then I ran back, and I was like, I just want to say I love you on Smallville. <laughs> and he's like, oh, thanks, man. And then I went back, and I'm like, Ty, do you know who that was? <laughs> it was Jimmy Olsen. Um, but yeah, so anyways, then later in the show, on Smallville, they kill Jimmy Olsen. Doomsday killed him, or the guy who had Doomsday in him kills him. Jimmy Olsen's currently dead then in the current storyline. But when they had a flash forward to the future... Through Dr. Fate and all that, uh, Lois yelled out for Olsen. So this all goes back to my theory that they're going to do a dumb reality blink at the end of Smallville in the final episode. Mm. Uh, Clark will have always worn glasses. Jimmy will still be alive. Smallville's still going? Yeah, this is the final season. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it had been in the final season for like, like two years. No, it's a really it. long season, okay? Apparently. <laughs> this is it. Can't how, wait. How many episodes are left? Oh, 200. Yeah, it's, they're all. coming back uh, next no, – a week from today is they come back and then they run till you know, the end of normal shows. The end of so, time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, what? It would be May-ish. December April-ish. 23rd, 2012. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Just keep going. Uh, we got a really cool uh, package. Uh, What's in the box? This week here. This What's is, in the uh, box? Yeah. What's in the box? This came from Deke Huntley. Uh, very thoughtful package here. Audrey, today belongs to you. Yes. It next Wednesday belongs to me. Next Wednesday is my well, birthday. Well, it's not next Wednesday yet. I know, but this is an early <laughs> birthday present uh, from Deke. Yeah, he said, uh, sent in a letter. He said, I overheard on the last GameScoop podcast, so your birthday is coming up fairly soon. Just wanted to say that I've been enjoying this show since 2007. I look forward to it every week. Like five years ago. What I admire best about the show is that it always brings on a variety of the hardworking people at IGM and gives a unique voice to each one so we can see their different outlooks on every topic that gets brought to the table. As a gift for your birthday and your fellow scoopers, for their many hours of conversational gems, please enjoy the enclosed bottle of scotch. <laughs> this is uh, Johnny Walker Green Label, a very good... That is very good. A very good scotch. And scotch glass. Oh. Wow. Yeah, it's very nice. Wow. Very well lovely. done. So uh, he says, I do not recall if any of you care for scotch. I do, Deke, very much. But it seems to me that every soul should have a bottle at hand if needs be. And he, this is the kicker. He says, if any of you are ever in the Panhandle area by Golden Gate Park... What? Look me up. He like he lives here. And we, what, how, have we, how have we never met you, Deke? We have meet and greets here all the time. I like that. He's like, if you're ever in the Panhandle, it's like, uh, yeah, if you're ever like, you know, five, ten minutes away from me. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like we're here right now. Come to our come to our next meet and greet to have, Deke. And thank you very much. Uh, this is a very really lovely gift. Uh, we have a gift to, to give away to the listeners right now, don't we, Greg? Yeah, now, now you're the handing listeners? out the, you're, you're giving your birthday goodwill to them. Yeah. Or Audrey's, I guess. Yeah, it's passing, from me to everyone. Right, there you go. <laughs> passing along, is, uh, a little game came out for the PlayStation 3 this week. You probably haven't heard of it. Mm, it's, it's brand new. No one knows what happens in it. Really small developer. Yeah. Uh, the game is called Mass Effect 2. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I believe that's the first in the series. True. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. <laughs> it's kind of like Star IP. Wars, where they just started with Episode <laughs> 4. This They just started with yeah. Episode 2, from what I hear. <laughs> Uh, yes, we have a copy of Mass Effect 2 for the PlayStation 3 mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. give away to one of you lucky listeners. All you have to do to claim yours is email us at gamescoop at IGN.com, put Mass Effect 2 in the subject line, uh, include your address, and then we'll pick one at uh, random next week and uh, send that out to you. I forgot how good that game is. It's really good. Like I, yeah, I sat down to play a little bit of it last night, and I, I could feel myself immediately getting re-addicted to it. It's time uh, to let you forget how good that game is. That yeah. sounds unlikely. Well, no, I mean, it's one of those things where I talk it up all the time. And it, yeah. it, I voted for it for Game of the mm-hmm. Year. 
heads up, it got Game of the Year on 360. <laughs> I didn't, didn't know if you knew that yet. Uh, and so I was, I, I still remembered how good it was. But then, like last night, I was like, Are Oh, you... should I do? I want to play more DC Universe. Yeah, do yeah. I want to do this? And I was like, Well, I only have a little bit. I'll do the comic here. And I was. Okay. Are, are you sure now? Are you going to vote for Mass Effect 2 on PS3 for Game of the Year this oh, year? I think it's a bit early, Hillary. <laughs> All right, we're not even through the first month yet. As everybody uh, also, if Mass Effect 2 won Game of the Year, two we years already in a row. have two 9.0s and a 9.5 in <laughs> the PS3 library this month. Thanks, Greg. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Let's, hey, what's up? Listeners, remember, you can always reach us at GameScoop at IGN.com, just like Matt Stricker did. Matt says, I was wondering why the boards on IGN are being hidden under the rug by the main site and why they get little to no publicity or recognition. As some of the most popular boards on the internet, the users give IGN thousands, if not millions, of hits per day. So why is it that the staff does not care about the boards and are hiding them away? Bill, you want to field this one? F you. I go on the boards. That's not Hill, that's Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greg has answered, F you, I go on the boards. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Case closed. You got nothing to say? That's it. Uh, yeah, the boards are really important. They're a place for our community to gather, but we have a lot of social outlets, too. So we talk to people on Twitter and on my our Facebooks IGN. and on my iGen and, and on our blogs. And yeah. there's, there's a lot of areas to contact and connect with editors. Our article comment system is tied to our board system. So exactly. whenever we comment on an article, we're posting on the boards. Yeah. yeah. So. I think that's more. You figure we don't have as much time, right? Like that sounds that sounds like a jackass thing to say. Anyways, we're really busy, so it's easier for me to look at my review and comment there than it is to watch all yeah. the boards and see yeah. what different threads are about and mm-hmm. go that way. And yeah. so we try to reach out. Funny, funny story for you about the boards here. So I don't. I know you don't. You don't have the cable TVs, so you just watch the Netflix and everything. Mm-hmm. There's this commercial that I enjoy quite a bit. Uh, Does it star my friend Jeff Brown? No, Jeff it, Albon. It, it stars this brunette girl singing about wanting to go to college. It's a get connected for free at Education Connection. Is but it can like connect like Microsoft Connect? No, it's just a it's a it's a scam site that you go and you you take you take some tests <laughs> to get told what college to go to. Oh wow! Thanks for but, advertising it. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. They have to. I don't know if you ever follow this. You ever watch terrible commercials like this that like run during Mori or yeah. when I'm seeing them during Campus PD on G4? <laughs> G4's best program. I'll let you know. I don't get G4. You don't get, you don't get direct TV. But anyways, uh, they when you see a, a, a shoddy looking commercial like that sounds like a scam. Watch what they say. Because she says go to Education Connection, but then the web address is never Education Connection because they have to cycle the web address every time they get sued is what I've been told. Hmm. So like for real, I see this commercial every day probably, and they'd always it, every other day, every it's few new every few address. weeks they have to change the web address. <laughs> Anyways, I, I it's I searched on it, the Googles. You need College Girl. I you need College Girl. Well, it's because you need oh. co- <laughs> you need College.com was the That's, original. Seems like it would be a very different. Uh... Website and I want because I want to know more about her. Is she still acting? <laughs> Is she still singing? In Did other she get commercials? to go to college? Exactly. <laughs> and the first the first hit that came up was a board post about her, and it was on the vestibule at IGN. Well. Yes. Nice. So there you go. It was it was interesting. No, it, it gave me no it gave me no information about her, <laughs> but it, I did find that one guy wanted to hate fuck her in her waitress <laughs> uniform. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so she's got that going for she's her. She's got that. She has a whole bunch of fallback opportunities. <laughs> well, that's one way to get a scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, this is Zach. He says, Hi, my name is Zach. I've hey, been Zach. a fan for almost two years now. The IGN <laughs> podcasts are very interesting and hilarious. A great rescue while I spend my day doing data entry at work. Oh. Lately, I've been noticing increased talk about the comments sections for articles you all write. We just talked about that. I try to read as many as I can, but I don't know what kinds of comments I should leave to prove it. 
What feedback do you all like or want readers to leave on your articles? Your article's the best ever. I'm especially confused about what to say for reviews of games I never play. You are biased. <laughs> I want to hate fuck you. <laughs> Put on the waitress uniform. I can't tell if this guy's being serious or not. Do you think he's serious? No, he's I think, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's a valid question, right? Because we do com- when we talk about the boards mostly or comments on reviews, we do the reader voice and talk about the stupid <laughs> comments. And that's what we make fun we of in the office, right? get a lot of stupid right? comments on And you articles. figure if you look at the boards, usually they are stupid comments because in, but you notice, like, the Dead Space review just went up, and it's already filled with, oh, Greg, your reviews have been very biased lately. Oh, unhappy, frowny face. Wait, what does that even mean? That my review, like, how is the but Dead what, Space review country, biased? Uh, you gave your opinion um, in this review. Yeah. It's a good score to a multi-platform game. Well, how, what is, where exactly, is the bias? Right, I do exactly. Not do it. Like, uh, it's, so it, there's that issue. And so you figure... Uh, but of those things, right, you get like, what, maybe 100, 200, 300 comments. The the number of people actually looking at that article is exponentially high. Yeah, hundreds greater. of thousands. So the so people like, who are coming, you're like, yep, good review, or yeah, that's interesting, are just leaving. They don't want to yeah. be part of the cesspool of, well, this is why you can fuck off Xbox. <laughs> I get extraction and you do not. <laughs> Greg is by. That was one of, this should have gotten at least a 9.5 on PS3 because it had extraction. <laughs> You, I, th- I feel like your reader voice has improved. Oh, yeah. I, feel, I feel like your reader voice is evolving into something. Yeah, what country <laughs> is that reader from? Uh, uh, <laughs> robot. Ah. He's from the great state of robot. <laughs> That's made up. It is. Really well, we have a couple maps now showing you where uh, robot I might prefer, be one day. I prefer that commenters uh, tell me where I can get uh, cheap, cheap Air, Air Jordans, Jordans yeah. perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Zach, that's that's <sighs> the kind of comments you should post. Is let us yeah. know where we can find Ugg boots. It's really useful. Yeah. If you're an, if you're an intelligent reader and you you actually want to have a conversation, don't be scared off by people being yeah. stupid. Try to have a real conversation because it does bring people out. There definitely has been in the last six months for sure an increase in people popping up and saying, "Good review. I agree with that. I don't agree with this." Blah blah. And having conversations. The that's true. the era of the troll is always going to be here, but it is their segment of the pie is getting. Give us more. honest feedback. Really. Totally. So yeah. it's like you don't worry about what other people say just say if you want to say it was a nice review that's fine if you want to say that was a nice review but I was like you didn't mention this how is this or like totally. the one thing I cared about we do pop back in and try to answer those questions but then they do get buried in the Nike Air Jordan ad door fuck you IGM Greg here's a uh, reader name for, for you to pronounce oh good I always enjoy these and I do so, whoa <laughs> 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 Olsen Vior Olsen I don't even know what language this is <laughs> <laughs> says, I know that the majority of the Scoop team do most of their gaming on the 360 or PS3. And the reason for many of you is that gaming PCs are too expensive. But if you had a high-end gaming PC, would you play most of your games on the PC to have better graphics and tighter shooter controls? I probably still wouldn't because to me, PC gaming is just a hassle. I like uh, when I buy a 360 game, I can just put the disc in my console and it plays instantly. Mm-hmm. With with no no setup, no installation, no like drivers or. I'm really biting my tongue from an update. The uh, comment for PS3, Greg. Go ahead, please go ahead. The firmwares, <laughs> the uh, updates in general. Honestly, yeah. I have not had to do a firmware update in the whatever amount of time that. It's because you're been. playing now. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's yeah, what kills just, people. Is the people yeah. who have the PS3. If you actually the use your PS3, you will never have a problem with this. Yeah, yeah. really. Um, no, I, I think it's one is. I mean. You know, there are there are TVs that can display well for a monitor, but like I want to play my games on a couch. Just like I that too, just yeah. like I want to play a game with a controller and not with Connect. Like yeah. Yeah. I want to I want relax to be comfortable. on my and you want couch. it on a giant screen. Yeah, I don't I don't want to be at like my computer. Like I just think computer and either, is either work or porn. Like I don't think of it as gaming, <laughs> yeah. honestly. What do you think the uh the percentage of work and porn 
is for you, your time well, spent at the computer. At IGN or just in general? <laughs> yeah, at IGN. <laughs> at, at IGN, I'd say... Your IGN laptop. N- 95% porn. It's, it's too hard to get work done in the office because so much is going on. Well, because the porn downloads so quickly. I mean, it's, I'm, <laughs> it's I'm, always, I'm getting through one and I'm just like, God, I got another one. Oh. <laughs> it's true. Uh, porn, is kinda, porn, is like, uh, porn movie is kind of like uh, Ritz Cracker. You know, you have one and you're like, huh, I should only have one today. <laughs> but then you have one and you're like, oh, there's another one right over there. Oh, there's another one right over there. This one has a donkey. I mean, that's... <laughs> what, was the, what was the snack where the tagline was, crunch all you want, we'll make more? Jesus, can we stop talking about food and porn movies? <laughs> I'm, I'm just, what was it? Porn was it like... movie and cracker, I'm not thinking what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> I believe it's... Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's didn't Jay Leno... He would be, it was like Jay Leno. He'd be like, crunch all you want, we'll make more. Wasn't it like Tocitos or Doritos? Is it Doritos maybe? maybe? it was Doritos. I'm just saying that, no, that works Rages. really well for porn, too. They're always going to make more porn. They could point it at a tagline. Porn all you want. <laughs> we'll make more porn. Porn all you want. See, but I would say this. Flap Por- all you want. Porn Flap is so successful, want. it doesn't need a tagline. You're right. Yeah. That's how popular porn is. It's true. It's true. How about just porn? It's porn. Exactly. It's tagline. Yeah. I think it, their tagline should just be like, porn. That's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> porn, yes. Thank you very yes. much. I will. Yes. Okay. Chris has a question I think Hill and uh, Greg will be able to settle for him. Yeah, oh, oh, that was a really we bad high five. You were, you were, All right, let's do it again. Yeah, there you go. Oh, go. That's a man's high five. Eric Hart once told me the best way yeah. to do a high five is to look at the other person's elbow. Yeah, that's if you the, focus yeah. on the elbows. And that's the secret. It. it works every time. But I'm too busy looking at people's crotches. Totally. <laughs> that's that's what you do. That's how to have sex correctly. Make sure you're oh. looking at the person's crotch. You will, oh. Then you will have successful sex. That's weird because when I have sex with people, I'm always looking at their elbows. <laughs> See, you have Eric Hart's ruined you. <laughs> Chris says, me and my friends are having an argument that is practically tearing us apart. I think Spider-Man would surely lose to the greatest detective, Batman, because Batman is smarter and has gadgets. Plus, Batman beats Superman in number 612. I don't know what that means. <laughs> they aren't comic readers, so they're adamant about Spidey's strength. What's your opinion and why? Batman. In, in high school, I had this same <laughs> argument okay. with some kids who ran let's settle team. this I say Batman Batman beats all Bat- Bat- <laughs> Batman has a contingency plan for, for everyone, everyone he meets everyone he meets he has a way of he knows how to beat them and this is including all the superheroes because in case they ever went bad or something happened that, yep. that turned their powers on people he even has he, the kryptonite ring for Superman so. exactly he, know, he knows a way it's like he, he is a master strategist so he would use Spider-Man's you know agility against him what I always get, what I, what I, the, the, thing I, the thing I said where he would get the upper hand is that he, he's uh, going to, you know, he'll decoy him, have Spider-Man going one way, and then from behind, throw stuff at Spider-Man, right? Like, maybe explosives, batterings, I don't know, I'm not Batman. <laughs> but if, as Hillary will back me up here, when Spider-Man's sense goes off, sometimes if it's a very big threat, it does hurt. Yeah. He, ah, it flinches like that. All, all Batman needs is that one second to overload him to get the drop on him. Because so, I just think Batman would just use the spider sense as a feign. So like he just like sets up mm-hmm. one thing to get Spider-Man to react and go like right into the actual kind of trap that he has set for him. So what's interesting about that is that Batman doesn't even have any superpowers. That's why everybody. That's mind. why Batman's yeah, the best awesome. superhero. Exactly. So, so, so everybody loves true. him. It doesn't matter what your superpower is. Brains are always going to be. More useful than a superpower, apparently. That's what you're telling me. Brains and batterings. Brains and batterings. <laughs> yep. 
I mean, you think, and of course, we're talking a level playing field, t- chance when he has to think, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like I mean, what if he didn't have anything and he was in a room? And like, okay, he was ma- naked. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what if he only had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in his hand? What would he do? There's he definitely areas where he would lose, but in a, in a straight-up fight where they a have fair to fight. figure it out. Yeah. Batman's going to win. All right. I mean, also, I think that Batman would probably buy the Daily Bugle and then have a real smear campaign against Spider-Man so that the entire city would turn against Spider-Man and murder him. Yeah, he doesn't need to play dirty. He's Batman. Uh, Derek has well, a question. Well, you haven't heard of my Batman theories about Bruce Wayne and how. I've heard them. Okay. I've heard them. <laughs> oh, please don't go into that. I'm well aware of it. Let me stop you right now. Derek has a question that uh, takes us back to what we we're something we were talking about with uh, Dead Space 2. Okay. <laughs> he says, my question for you is this. Why don't more developers allow players to replay through their games, keeping all the stats, equipment, life expansions from the first playthrough? I think games that allow this extend their replay value. I must have played through Borderlands and Resident Evil 4 numerous times. (laughs) 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 Simply because I got to be a total badass on my second and third go-around. Can't tell you the number of times I've wanted to replay a game for the story elements, but put it off for the sheer fact that I didn't want to have to grind or do quests or missions again that I hated. Do you think more developers should do this? I can't imagine it would be too hard to add. I do. Uh, yeah, that's that's what you, that's what you liked about Dead it's Space. It's one of the, it's one of the, my big things about Dead Space. Yeah, it's totally on that second playthrough, cranking up the difficulty and being feeling badass. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, all right, I'm gonna sell off all the stuff and only buy plasma cutter ammo. You know what I mean? So I'm never at a loss for ammo. So I yeah. can, I'll do what I want. Yeah. Do you, you do you just use the plasma cutter most of the time? Yeah, I did. And I, I for my first playthrough, I did that in the line gun again. Yeah. And I, I, like the I like the I like the lion. The, the javelin gun is fun The javelin is awesome because yeah. when you get it fully upgraded, it has like a bonus where it explodes stuff. So mm. like like all of the the bonus weapons, like if you get like they're kind of they all have a specialty damage yeah. that gets added at the end. And like if you power any of those up, you can have some real fun with with the stuff that they can do. But it's just the javelin is very good at certain enemies that I wouldn't want to spoil for people. Mm. Totally. But, uh, yeah. For large crowds of enemies, you can get one shot yeah. and it electrifies all of them and kills yeah. them all in one blast instead of wasting ammo. I liked but, the detonator in like specific instances, but it was only on my second playthrough when I was like trying to set things up. Like, oh, I know this is gonna happen, and this right. so I'd be sit there and I would lay all these trip mines and then kind of just watch it unfold. Like my my first memory of a new game plus game is also my favorite game, which is Chrono Trigger, mm. and that's a game that had you know like 15, 14, 15 endings to it, and it was cool because it's like you beat the game once and then you know you would just do a new game plus, and every time you would. Because the idea is you get different endings based on, you know, most of them are based on when you choose to fight, fight the final boss. If you haven't played Chrono Trigger, it's like you get to like a point maybe a third to halfway through the game where you're kind of in a hub mm-hmm. where at any time you can just actually face the final boss or you can keep going to different worlds. And so it's like once you have New Game Plus, you keep beating the game in, at different stages. You can beat that final boss at any time really, so then you really can explore all the different endings, which is was like awesome for an SNES game, but... Mm-hmm. I love New Game Plus stuff. Um, I mean, I think it's always cool to be able to go back. You know, there are other ways to make it interesting. Like, I think Halo, like, makes stuff really interesting where if you play the game on, like, a normal or heroic, it's one way. But when you play it on Legendary, like, the way that the, the AI sort of becomes a lot more intelligent, like, like it makes, even though you've seen the, the story, it's, like, enemy placement and how the enemies react change, so it's, like, a different experience. So you've gained, like, you sort of, you don't come in with new tools, but you've gained, like, a certain skill and a knowledge of what's going to happen. And so it's, like, the AI is just kind of, like, an extra twist that, that makes it fun to play through again. Hmm. Uh, Josh Willie says, hello, Damon, and everyone else on this week's Scoop. I was wondering, what's the first game you ever beat? For me, I didn't get an NES till late in its life. Went right to the uh, Super Nintendo, so I'm pretty sure Super Metroid was my first beaten game. Nice. 
Yeah, I thought about that. I, I don't really That's have a, a clear memory. One. It yeah. must have been an early NES game like Super Mario Brothers. Like well, I, maybe Sonic for me. Like I remember yeah. I could never beat Ghostbusters on the Master System. Like I was just never good enough as a kid to do that. And same with Ghost House, stuff like that. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't... Yeah, honestly, like, I think maybe... Well, I know I beat mm. Bionic Commando, but I don't know if that's the first yeah. game I ever beat. But that's the first game I can remember actually it being significant that I beat it. Because mm. when I came into school the next day and I told people I beat it, they didn't believe me because they thought the <laughs> game was too hard. There's no and I, way. And I beat it in, like, in one sitting. Like, I was like... You know, have you ever noticed, like, sometimes you're, like, really, really, really good at games when you're a kid and you're not oh, nearly yeah. as good as them when you get older? Uh, I was really, really, really good at games when I was eight. And I'm not yeah, that's what you not peaked. as much. That's what I right now. <laughs> uh, but I know I remember like I used to I would beat uh, certain games on the the NES or on the SNES, and then I would actually try to beat them really fast because uh, Toys R Us used to have a 24 hour no questions asked policy. <laughs> so if I could beat the game in 24 hours, if they could beat the yeah, they did. <laughs> you could you could return open games for a full exchange for any other game, no questions asked. If it was within 24 hours. Wow. So you could basically test out a game, but I would beat the games and then I would bring them back and be like, well, I didn't like this game, so I'm going to get another game. And I would I would cycle through. It was like my rental policy. Because yeah. I could only, like, my parents wouldn't buy me games and they never bought me a game ever in my life. So I had to, like, earn money from doing odd jobs to get them. So being able to beat a game quickly and then cycle through and get another game was actually really important. What sort of odd jobs did you perform? I had you a, don't want to know. <laughs> no, like, my friend had a newspaper route, and sometimes he didn't want to do the newspaper route, so he would just, I would just I would collect the money. He would outsource <laughs> it to me, and I would do it, and he would let me collect the money for those days. Uh, cool. Mowing lawns, uh, cleaning the house. My, wi- my uh, wife, my mom. <laughs> God well. damn, that's, ew, that's messed up. <laughs> my, my mom would, uh, would pay me if I cleaned like, the bathrooms and stuff like that. So hmm. whatever I could get my hands on for money. Uh, also, I would turn tricks. Yeah. Is that what you wanted to do? Yeah, that's what we're waiting for, really. No. <laughs> this is uh, Benjamin Driggs. He says, I have a possible thought-provoking question. Oh, I Possibly. can't wait to hear it. Possible thought Did you guys and gals ever have a moment where you just came to terms that you're gamers? For the longest time, I always avoided the topic of video games with my family and obviously non-gamer friends, but I decided that that wasn't me. I couldn't be myself because I was always afraid of what others would think. It wasn't until the family Christmas party when my cousin asked what I was doing at university that I decided to not care anymore and told him and anyone else that I'm a computer science major so I can someday program video games. <gasps> Did that- they, like, drop their plates <laughs> and turkey legs? Like, no! What? The best of us? Why Who couldn't he... run the yacht club? Why couldn't he be a serial killer? Why that was he... my moment when I fully accepted who I was and didn't care what others thought about me being a gamer. Uh... Sure, I was banished from the family. <laughs> yeah, Audrey, when did you first step out of the GameStop? Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I don't know. Cause I started gaming like before elementary school, before gamer was even like a thing or a thing that I was aware of. So I didn't even really know that playing games all the time was a thing that it was okay to do. It was just a thing that I did. And so I don't know when it occurred to me, hey, I'm a gamer. But um, probably the most interesting conflict I had with it was uh, in college when I, I was going to school for journalism, and people would ask me, oh, what do you want to do? You want to work oh, yeah, for the totally. New York Times? Or I was like, no, I want to be a video game journalist. I want to write for IGN. And they're like, video game journalist? What What could you possibly write about video games? And Weren't your so... teachers just like, you really don't need to take this class? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, just get out of here. Your teachers should also <laughs> see the King's speech. It's about stutterers. It's good. Indeed. 
Uh, what the hell side was that? <laughs> they were stuttering. <laughs> her impression of her teachers were they were stuttering. Uh, uh, they were that okay, that reference went over my head. I was like, oh, what? Uh, that felt like Damon wanted people to know he sees learned movies. <laughs> oh, really? That's interesting. Everybody should see Schindler's List. It's about Jews. <laughs> well, they should see it. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Especially because all the Jews are extinct now. So yeah, you get to see them in your, their natural habitat. I actually never... Hillary is the last I'm... remaining. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm protected. The last of his kind. He's like Denver. The last dinosaur, of course. Of yeah, course. Of course. Uh, I don't think I ever even called myself a gamer until I worked here. Where yeah. like people ask, like basically ask you to talk about yourself as a gamer. Yeah. Like I just I played games. I never really thought of it as a cl- way to classify myself. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, as I everybody knows, I'm, I classify myself as a rock climber. Yeah. And I'm just here. You know, I need some money. I've got to buy more ropes <laughs> and clips and whatnot. So. What's, the, what's the next rock you're going to climb, Greg? I mean, it's an excellent question. Uh, Thank you. There's one that kind of looks like a face. <laughs> I, want, I think I want to climb that one. I went, I, I went through a phase like from junior high to high school where I kind of stopped playing games. Uh, where I just kind of like – I was like – I kind of realized I was a little too nerdy and I wanted to like, be cooler. Uh, so I just kind of like stopped playing games for a while. But then when I got back into games, I, I, there was never a time when I like hid that from the world. I was always like tried to find What's cool. What's up? I'm Damon. These are my balls and I like games. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Wants to hear me play my like. synth piano. I don't think I – I don't remember really playing games in high school. Like I was out hanging out with people trying to get with girls and stuff like that. Mm. I think and, that a lot of people go through phases yeah. Like, yeah. where they're like, oh, I probably should stop playing games. But then they'll go back to it and be totally. like, why did I sell those games? I'm so sad. Oh, yeah. but, like I'm sure if we didn't work here and we had normal lives, there would have been a part of our – our day where some for a year or two we just would have kind of forgotten like not play games and had real world problems instead yeah, we're yeah. worried about PlayStation three updates and whether <laughs> Xbox Live should cost money. It shouldn't. It's a nice, it's a nice life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not bad. It's a nice job if you can get it. Yeah. Uh, listener Keith was skiing in Telluride and thought we would like this picture. Ah, Floridora Saloon. Nice. On the Floridora Saloon in Telluride. There. I do like Send that. In a photo there. That's pretty cool. And yeah, let's get a, why let's didn't get he a, buy you that saloon for your birthday? That's yeah, let's get a, a summer fan. home there. Yeah, we should. In Tulavuv. And then a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about... <laughs> I've already forgotten where it was. It was some name I never Telluride. <laughs> Telluride? I think so. Where the hell is that? Telluride, yeah. I don't know it's a skiing town. Is that in Colorado? It's it in it's Utah? In, it's in the mountains. It's somewhere where it snows. Well, see, that sure. can't be right because I'm a rock climber, and I've, I've climbed every mountain face in the Pacific climb Northwest. You know what? Mountain. You know what's next to The moon. you gotta, you got to climb the moon. I'm getting close. I'm building a ladder, me and Portillo. <laughs> you know, they found Transformers there and hit it from public. God, isn't that trailer great until it's <laughs> until revealed you realize Transformers? It's Transformers uh, yeah. I know. When it started, I was like, I was really excited because I was like, man, this is going to be like a, an Aliens type of movie or something like that yeah it's gonna be so awesome and then instead it was a transformers thing yeah. with a transformer that had a mustache <laughs> and they went inside the transformers eye and then it and was, then like was like a little sweatshop of yeah, little exactly. mini transformers inside of them or something or yeah. what i didn't you gotta see the movie to find out no the second no, one was so have to. loud no, yeah, don't. and it's so long and if so we bad get free so tickets bad, yeah. to it like we did the second one i'll go see it again i'm not gonna be afraid to walk out this time because i really wanted to walk out oh the last man time. it was <laughs> So Transformers two is so awesome to watch <laughs> together for free and be like, what the hell? Is remember when, uh, remember when, uh, when uh, he died and we all started laughing and the oh, people, robot the, heaven. The people in front of us turned around and were like, shh. And we're like, this is robot heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, 
Sam Wickwicky. We've been watching you from Robot Heaven. You've done well. That, that and, and the real time walking across the yeah, desert. Yeah. We're about five miles away, and then it's like 15 minutes later. All right, we're 4.5 miles away. <laughs> they were like, looks like we're about 50 yards away, and I'm like, it's been 20 minutes. <laughs> like, get a fucking car to come pick you up. They're Transformers. <laughs> Where are those racist robots? Can't they give you a ride? <laughs> also, I've always wondered, the Transformers in the movie version could look at anything and turn into it. They even had like a Transformer that was a woman. Mm. So if they're in the middle of a fight, why doesn't one just turn into like a nuclear bomb and just like blow up everything? Well, like see what's... Oh, I guess that's not right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Really? That's what she said? (laughs) Why did she say that? It would be suicide if they blew themselves up. So sacrifice for the greater good. Yeah. I would like to think that the Decepticons are like, they're like, they're like zealots for Megatron. Mm. They'd do anything. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about Miyamoto's theorem. I don't think any of you were on the podcast. I heard about it, though. It was funny. I saw, I saw a picture, I think. Yeah, some, a listener sent in a, a, a visual oh, yeah. approximation yeah. of Miyamoto's theorem where if small Mario plus big Mario plus a fire flower plus a Goomba equals small Mario. Now, did they ever change that? What? I, Steimer showed me an image of that. Or yeah. Maybe it was Jack. Somebody did. And I, I, I'm, I was a big uh, SNES Super Mario World fan, and I don't remember that being the case. If I was, if I had fireballs mm-hmm. and then I got hit, I, I was still big Mario in that game, right? Yeah, I think okay. so. I think so. In, uh, in the norm- we're sure that's how it happens in the original, in the original Super in the Mario Brothers. Okay, yes. 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 Any hit will shrink you. Okay. Miyamoto's theorem evolves over time, you know, as mathematical practices change. This is also this was sent in by Josh Willie, who sent in the question about the first games we beat. That, so. That's why it's a theorem and not a law. Exactly. That's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, we will be posting this. I don't actually here. know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Been a long time since we uh, were in math. The other day, we, we, listeners, we had this really long meeting where we talked about you know what's going on at IGN, and we ha- we had this exercise where we had to write a lot. Oh my god! <laughs> by we, hand. We were, yeah, we were writing by hand, and all of us realized, well, holy shit, we cannot write anymore. All we, of our hands started cramping. After writing for like five minutes, I was getting a cramp in my wrist, and my, I was like, my penmanship was horrible. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't read. It was like illegible. And then I was like, well, I wonder if I can still write in cursive. I could barely write in cursive. And there was no spell check. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. Oh, well. Anyway. In, in better news, I have uh, an erasable pen from Japan, and it's amazing. It is It actually cool. works. Yeah. And there's no mess or anything. It's, it's incredible. No mess. Because in Japan, people still actually write for all their technologies. Do they? They're ready for the Yeah, EMP. the pe- pens are, like, huge. They have, like, mm. massive pen technology. And it takes a lot longer to write their stuff in Japanese. It's true. Also, and then they also love like really, really, really small cell phones. Like I was, I was at a basketball game, and there was this Japanese guy in front of us, and he was texting in the game, and his uh, his cell phone was about the size of my thumb. No way. Yes, it was that small, and he was just like, No way. Well, how serious. Do you, how do you press it yeah. with your thumb without touching all the buttons? Uh, Japanese technology, I guess. <laughs> it was. I mean, it's that small. That's their thing. They like small, 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 yeah. small, small. Yeah. And then Godzilla eats everybody. That's basically. Japan in a nutshell. Yeah. In a ramen bowl, you might Remember say. Dark Angel? No. Jesse Alba TV show? Mm-mm. They set off an EMP. There's an Alba? Another yeah, Jesse there Alba? There was Jessica there was, Alba. There was an like, Alba TV show. Is yeah. like, it was James like Cameron. Debut. James yeah. Cameron. Yeah. There was a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah. She was a superhero-ish. Yeah, she had superpowers or whatever. Hmm. Or whatever. <laughs> Enhanced abilities. Anyways, they set off an EMP there, and that's why the world is in trouble. Like, there was no technology anymore. Is this on in uh, Netflix streaming? Probably not. Well, maybe. I don't know. It was, it was a very terrible good. show. Yeah. She looked really it's probably hot. Probably in the though. bargain bin somewhere. Is that how Jessica Alba got her start? Yes. Oh. Well, uh, she got her start on Idle Hands, of course. Yeah. And then, yeah, th- this was her next project after Idle Hands. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. She's a hot one. I can't believe you blew off heaven to kick it with me. That was her Idle Hands line. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Devin Sawa in that, too. He didn't go anywhere. 
Final Destination. That was it. Seth Green. Seth Green. Seth Green was in it. He was great in it. Look at me. I'm Leatherface. I loved Idle Hands. I could just quote that whole movie for a few minutes. What? You don't know Idle Hands? Uh, I've not seen it. You've never seen Idle Hands. That movie's great. Oh, my goodness. That movie is great. Yeah, the movie's great. What is it? Is it a horror movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like a comedic. It's a comedic horror movie. We're going to. All right, we're getting it. We're going to watch it. Movie night? We're doing movie night. I also want to have another Mac and Me movie night. We need to watch it again. Okay. Well, but now we have to buy it again because we, <laughs> but we sold it. it in the auction. <laughs> no, we yeah, but it's worth it. Yeah, we got we we need to have a copy of Mac. Anyway, can we get lunch uh, now? Can, sure. that, can that happen? This is gonna happen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's all the scoops we have for this there week. There you go. I forgot how yeah, it was. I was gonna in say, so you have to thank us. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Greg. Thank you, Hill. Thank you, Audrey, for coming in on your day off and your birthday. Yes. What? Yeah. It's your day off. It is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, my name is Damon. This is IGN Game Scoop, and we're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.